When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk free bets. I said it risk free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday morning, which means the universe makes sense again. We got Randall back at his usual day, usual time. What's going on, man? Hey, not much, man. Back, uh, back home from New York from last week and uh, settled in, ready for, ready for some NFL this weekend, ready for the, the Grey Cup with uh, Hamilton and Winnipeg. And then, of course, we've got the uh, college football playoff coming up. Got, uh, got a play there for, for the playoff that I think has some value and I think has a legit shot to, uh, to cash, which we can talk about here a little bit later on. Um, so last week um, was not not the best week. Um, I mean, I had the Chargers. We talked about that on the show. Um, I had the Falcons. You know, unfortunately, um, going against Tampa two weeks in a row, I need Fournette to go down to get the push, um, and he scores a touchdown. And then I need Atlanta to uh, score a touchdown. You know, backdoor late. Um, of course, they don't do that. And of course, Brady you know, need them to pick up one first down and they can't do that. So ended up, uh, lost that Atlanta game, but, uh, you know, cashed in on Washington, um, ended up losing the 49ers. Um, and then I actually took the bills, um, on Monday, um, kind of regret, uh, regret playing that. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the best of weeks. Um, but I've got, uh, I've got three plays this week that, that I really, really like. Um, there's a lot that, that lines up with them as far as uh, handicapping goes that I can I can get into as we as we discuss those games. But you know, the NFL is definitely uh, you know it's a sport where it's easy to you know spray the board and you know bet a lot of games. And and I think you know sometimes less is more in the NFL. And you know maybe last week you know like I said hindsight's always twenty twenty. But easy to uh, easy to say maybe I should have just bet the Chargers and. Washington, but uh, nonetheless, moving on to uh, the NFL. And- Absolutely, I mean, we didn't know that Tampa, that uh, New England was going to run, you know, two plays the whole game, and just yeah. and Buffalo would not be able to figure it out. Yeah, well, and you know, they they figured it out a little too late. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it was at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, right. Know, they right. started, 
you know, blitzing the gap. And I mean, they blew them up, you know, bang, bang, bang. And, you know, I think it was what third and 24 or third and 27, you know, two, two huge stops on first and second down, but you know, the, the wind definitely played a factor. I mean, Buffalo missed the, uh, missed the kick, forced them to have to go for it. Um, you yeah. know, there at the end of the game. And I mean, when you're fourth and what were they fourth and 18, fourth and 22, whatever it was, I mean, it's really hard to, to throw a pass into the wind. And I mean, the defense knows you're throwing the ball, they're going to guard the sticks and, you know, it just makes it, makes it really difficult. So I, I will say though, I do think uh, Josh Allen thought he had a free play. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't. So, you know, that may have, uh, that may have been costly as well, but uh, you know, I saw a lot of parlays on Twitter with uh, player prop unders and, and game total unders. And I mean, I, it really was as easy as, as parlay all of those and, and yeah. cash in. So yeah, it would have been hindsight would have been amazing in this one to call up your book and say, I want I want Patriots under four pass attempts. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are the odds on that? And, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to this week. What are you looking at to start? Yeah. So, you know, the first first game this week, uh, Ravens Browns, um, you know, Browns are coming off of a, a bye week. Uh, they obviously played the Ravens uh, the week before their bye week. Uh, they lost that game. I kind of uh, hinted at this one last week on the show. Um, Lamar threw four picks. Um, Cleveland still was not able to get it done. Um, and now Cleveland's laying, you know, two and a half in this spot. And, you know, this is a scheduling spot where when a team loses their first matchup um, and they play the same team exactly two weeks later, um, the team who lost wins 74% of the Ooh. time. So I really like this spot for the Browns. Um, I think that, you know, it's just a, a really good scheduling spot. I mean, it's a game that they absolutely have to win, um, you know, in order to kind of stay alive, I think, um, you know, in the playoffs. And I really like how the Ravens lost to the Steelers. Um, you know, I, I don't know what Harbaugh was thinking they're going for two, but, you know, it was a very, very physical game. Um, and, and I think we talked about this week as well, or we talked about this last week as well, where, you know, for years when the Ravens played the Steelers, the best thing you could do was to fade both teams the following week, mm. um, you know, just because it was smash mouth football and, you know, a very, very physical game. So I like how the game ended. I would have actually loved to have seen it go to overtime um, just to extend that, you know, physicality a little bit, uh, a little bit more. But I'm going to be on the Browns this week. You know, that line opened. The line actually opened, I think, Browns plus one. You're right. Yeah, uh, Pinnacle opened at Browns plus one. Browns plus one. And, you know, they're all the way up to two and a half. And, you know, probably that move is is based on really kind of what I've just highlighted. Um, you know, the scheduling spot, you know, 74%, you know, win, win percentage for teams in this spot. And, you know, just the way the Ravens lost the game. So I think, uh, I think the Browns minus two and a half here, um, is definitely, definitely a solid play. Um, I don't, I don't think we'll, there's no way I, I think Browns get to three. I don't think they're going to, you don't think so. I don't think they're going to give mm. you that number with the Ravens. Um, so I mean, if anything, I think you might see some, some sharp action back on the Ravens, um, you know, buying it down. I was actually just listening to, uh, to a radio show prior to this and the media is really uh really on lamar and i mean that's another angle that i look at is the media um not that i'm rushing to to bet the ravens and, and lamar jackson but 
you know, that's, that's an angle that, that people look for. Um, when you say they're on Lamar, you mean they're just uh, riding his ass. They're talking shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just all over him, you yeah. know, about, about how, uh, you know, how, how bad he's looked here these last couple of weeks. Um, couple. You know, just, couple. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he had, I guess it's been, it's been more than a couple of weeks, but he had a solid stretch there. I mean, the Colts, he threw for what, over 400 yards. And I mean, they were just throwing the ball all over the yard and, um, you know, he, they came back in that game against the Colts. I mean, I know that's been a, been a while, but yeah, I mean, this Ravens offense is not, not looked, uh, looked the part uh, of the Ravens offense that we, that we've seen these last couple of years. No. So yeah, I'll, I'll be on the Browns this week for sure. Um, either minus two and a half or, or on the money line. I mean, you okay. get to this point in the year and, uh, you know, points, points can be everything. I mean, we've seen missed extra points, uh, like crazy last week, I think there were, were a ton of missed extra points. So um, points are definitely at a premium. Absolutely. All right. Uh, next up, you wanted to talk Dallas at Washington, right? Yeah. So, you know, told you guys uh, last week, uh, Washington 12 to 1 to win the East had some value. It's actually down to 7 to 1 now. Mm. Um, so really, I mean, I mean, you could somewhat hedge this if you wanted to to take Dallas. I mean, Philly could always sneak in. I think they're like 16 to one. Um, I think it's a two horse race here. Um, I think it's going to come down to Dallas and Washington. Washington's defense is, is playing really, really well. Um, you know, and honestly, just looking at the line, I mean, if I were solely looking at the line, um, I would probably have to take Dallas here. I mean, this, the fact that Washington's getting four at home, with the way they've been playing um, is maybe telling, but you know, I think that this could definitely be a sharp trap um, on the Cowboys here. Um, you know, they, they obviously have a little bit, uh, a little bit longer week. They played the Thursday night game against the saints. Um, but I'm just, I, I've not been impressed with this Dallas team. Um, they've, they've really been up and down here lately, you know, started out red hot. Washington is, is playing really well. And I mean, I think they're, they're one of those teams that getting hot at the right time. And I think that, I mean, I about fell out of my chair when I saw this line, I really thought it would be closer to a pick Um, I mean, when I saw Washington plus four, I knew that, uh, I knew that I would definitely be on them. So Washington plus four here, I think they get the win. And, you know, I think we see this race come down to, you know, the final weeks, like it always does. Um, you know, in the NFC. So, you know, Washington plus four defense playing much better. Um, Heineke, the formal ba- former uh, backup quarterback for the Battle Hawks is, uh, you know, playing really well. And, and I mean, that was a good win last week. I felt, you know, at Las Vegas, um, you know, Vegas off the huge win against Dallas on Thanksgiving. Um, you know, it was, it was a really good spot to, uh, to fade Vegas there. I felt and, uh, and Washington got a, got a tough, uh, tough road victory. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I like this play. Um, I don't see why people are jumping up and down to bet on Dallas right here. This has got to just be brand name recognition, right? They're just like, Oh, Dallas check. Yeah. I mean, I, I think for sure, um, you know, it's the Cowboys. People love to bet the Cowboys. So yeah, I definitely think, uh, I think that's, that's what it is. It's brand name. It's, you know, it's it's Dallas, baby. So gotta <laughs> <laughs> gotta bet the Cowboys. All right. Next up, oh, 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 you're you're playing with fire again. Seahawks versus Texans. Yeah, you know this game. Um, it was on my radar initially, 
um, simply because the Texans were shut out this past week um, against the Colts 31-0. Always like to play a team that gets shut out. Um, you know, there's some pride there as a as a professional ath- athlete. I would like to think, um, you know, you don't you don't want to just no show the next week. And you know that that trend this year is three and one. Um, you know, Seattle was shut out. Um, and then I forget who they played, but they ended up not covering that next week. Um, so it's the trend's actually three and one this year, but it's it's very very solid um, since 2018. I believe it is now um, 13 and five. So it, it's a strong trend. You know, team gets shut out. You look to back them the next week. But then I really started digging into this game and, and looking at my notes um, that I make every year prior to the start of the season and. They, I mean, they're just in a great spot. Um, Seattle is playing an out-of-conference road game, followed by a divisional road game. Um, This is a spot that I always look to fade, you know, that particular team, which that team would be Seattle here. And, you know, then a trend that this is the first time that it's popped up this year. Um, It's a team that has not covered um, their first two home games and they're playing their third, you know, home game in a row. And this, this spot hits 70% um, since I stumbled across it um, a few years back. So, I mean, this checks just about every box other than the box that had the Texans quit. And I think they probably have. Um, so, I mean, part of me wants to, to really hammer the Texans plus the seven and a half. I mean, I love the hook. Um, you know, I love that you're getting the touchdown and the hook, but I mean, this could just be a spot where the Texans just do not show up. Um, however, I do like also that Seattle, you know, look, I don't know if you'd say they looked great last week, but they, they did perform well against San Francisco. I mean, in a game, I think many thought, you know, they were just going to kind of roll over, um, you know, and, and, and quit maybe. So, We'll see. We'll see where this is on Sunday. I mean, I think this line probably only goes up. Um, you know, I think it's definitely. I mean, seven and a half. It's definitely a pop. A popular. Uh, it's a popular teaser. I mean, it's a popular money line parlay. I mean, I'm not sure. You know, if you were to go go to Vegas or, or any sports book, I mean, just about every every Joe Blow is going to have Seattle on the. Uh, <laughs> on the parlay this week on the money line. And and that's never, that's never a good thing. So uh, yeah, I mean, Texas plus seven and a half. I mean, I'm not sure I want to go out on a limb and say they win this game. It won't shock me if they do um, just simply because of the spot that they're in. And, and it, historically it's, it's a great spot, but I mean, it's, it's really one of those games that you just kind of hold your nose and, and you bet it and, and you hope that uh, hope that they've not quit and, and hope that they show up. But uh, I mean, of the three, um, you know, just as of today, I would say that uh, the Browns are, are probably my favorite, um, you know, of these three. Um, if, if the Texans, you know, if they were actually if I was convinced that they hadn't quit, the Texans absolutely would be my top play um, this week. But I need to uh, I need to do a little bit of reading and uh, and sleep on that one Saturday night prior to uh, clicking the uh, place bet button on Sunday morning. Gotcha. Gotcha. You're giving away all your Twitter questions too, like. You know, people are going to know when you ask what's your what's your bet of the week. You've already given yeah, that <laughs> that is true. We'll we'll have to do that. Uh, we'll have to do that giveaway again. I I picked the wrong team last week. I, I really I, and I think I said that on here. I wasn't really too confident in in any of them last week. And uh, I honestly I woke up last Monday um, 
not not this week, but the week leading up to last week in the NFL. And I, I just knew whatever one I picked was was probably going to lose. I I, I didn't like the uh, I didn't like to. I didn't like the idea of the street continuing. I felt like it was going to come to an end, but <laughs> right. you gotta, you gotta do what you can do. Yeah. So. Last week you were marked. You just had bad, bad mojo. Cause you even misspoke and said, I'm definitely betting Seattle. Yes, I did. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I, I ended up betting San Francisco. Yeah, so so. I, <laughs> that's uh a Freudian slip, I think, is what oh. they call that. So. <laughs> Somewhere in your brain, it was trying to tell you. It was trying to alert you. It just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'll tell you just a, a quick story here, and we can move on. But a couple of years ago, uh, when Clemson was playing Notre Dame mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, college football playoff, my buddy and I absolutely loved uh, loved Notre Dame. And, and the whole day leading up to that game, we kept saying, we've got to hammer Clemson. We've got to hammer Clemson. And then we bet Notre Dame. So, oh. That's uh, anytime I anytime I say that I usually just avoid the game because <laughs> it's, it's a lose lose situation all around. Right. So. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Well, it wasn't on your list, but we got to talk about it. It's like, I think this is probably the game of the week, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, you know, and I know you brought it up prior to us coming on the show here. And I mean, I, I looked at it, didn't really, you know, pay much attention to it. But the more I look at it and just the more I thought about it, you know, just since you brought it up, I mean, it's 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 in the spot of, you know, the 425 Eastern game, um, you know, which is always a spot where, you know, if the public loses in the noon games, they chase on the on the public team in the afternoon. And I mean, who is not I mean, who's not given up on the bills after that performance on Monday night? Um, I mean, I think everybody is off Buffalo, um, you know, Tampa Bay minus three and a half. I think this could be another uh, another sharp trap. Um, I, I was kind of stunned at this line. I mean, I thought Tampa, you know, four, four and a half, maybe five. Um, just based on the the recent performance, but I think the fact that it's not is pretty telling in the sense that you know they're very confident in this line, and and I think there's definitely some value on Buffalo, um, you know, given their performance on on Monday night. Um, you know, I'm not a fan really of the fact that they have uh, New England on deck, um, but I mean Buffalo's not really in a spot where they can afford to look ahead, so. 
um, you know, they need to be, they need to be laser focused and, you know, you're, you're definitely going to, um, I, I think you're going to get the best effort out of them. I mean, going up against the, uh, you know, Super Bowl champs. I mean, everybody gives their, gives their best effort against Tampa unless you're Atlanta. So, um, <laughs> I, uh, I would, I'd be on, uh, I'd be on Buffalo plus, uh, plus three and a half here. Oh yeah. Me, me too. I love that play. I love that. Play. And love the hook. I mm-hmm. mean, love the hook. Um, be interesting to see, see where that line goes. Um, you know, as, uh, as Sunday unfolds and as the, uh, as the public, you know, loses in the noon games. So, or the one Eastern games. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see what else. That was it for the NFL. I think we're shooting over changing gears CFL. Yeah, so you know we've got uh, the 108th Great Cup uh, this Sunday. Um, you know this has quickly become one of my favorite uh, favorite sports to handicap. I mean, obviously it's football, but Canadian football and uh, you know Winnipeg versus Hamilton. Um, this game, I mean, I'm probably a little bit biased in the sense that I really do like this Hamilton team. I'd say that they're they're probably my favorite team um, of any in the, in the CFL. Um, if I had to uh, declare, you know, being a fan of one, but um, you know, I think that they're in a great spot here. Um, you know, all summer long, you know, this team wanted to, I mean, they wanted to be playing at home for the gray cup. And I mean, this is a home game for them. Um, you know, it's in Hamilton. Um, you know, Dane Evans last week came in um, in relief of Jeremiah Masoli, who, I mean, he looked awful in the first half. I mean, couldn't do anything against, uh, you know, against the Argos. And, and Evans came in, and I believe he was a perfect 16 for 16 um, in that game. Led him back. They had a huge kick return um, or a punt return to uh, to really spark them. And, you know, it was – I mean, it was all the way for him once, uh, once that happened and, you know, Hamilton played Winnipeg in, uh, in the 2019 great cup, obviously there wasn't one last year with COVID. And, uh, I think that they've got some revenge here on their minds from that 2019 great cup where they never had a chance. I mean, they lost 33 to 12, um, to Winnipeg and, you know, I've got a future on Hamilton plus, uh, Plus three fifty, and you know, I, I actually just tweeted out, and we're going to talk about the college football playoff here in a second. But I've got them tied with uh, Michigan to win uh, to win it all. So I've got the uh, the plus three fifty, and then uh, I've got you know the parlay with uh, Michigan to win it all and Hamilton to win the Grey Cup. So it'll be uh, I'm going to be glued to my TV. I'll, I'll probably be one of the few. One of the few in the United States watching uh, Hamilton and Winnipeg instead of uh, Brady and Josh Allen, but uh, I've got two TVs down here in the office, so maybe I'll have uh, have the Bucks and Bucks and Bills on the other TV. But focus will solely be on Hamilton. So, what is it now? Is it three and a half? Winnipeg giving up three and a half? Yeah. So it opened four. Uh, Winnipeg opened four, um, which is kind of that's what I expected it to open. Then it was bet down to three. Um, and now I saw it was back up to three and a half this morning. So, I mean, I think, uh, I think the best of the numbers definitely gone. I mean, I doubt it goes back to four. Um, I mean, there's no way Hamilton can obviously be favored in this game. Um, you know, Winnipeg has dominated, um, they've dominated this year and, you know, I, obviously Hamilton has the home field advantage. I think it's definitely huge for them, um, you know, to be playing, you know, in their, in their home stadium, 
Um, I'm not sure really what that's worth to the line, but I think it's a huge motivational factor. I mean, you saw it last year with Tampa Bay. That's kind of what I, you know, compare this run, you know, with Hamilton to. It's very similar to Tampa Bay last year, you know, having the Super Bowl, you know, in their in their home stadium and and winning it, you know, on their uh, on their own field. And and for what it's worth, I think it's a very useless, uh, very useless stat. But the last two times that Hamilton has uh, hosted the Grey Cup, um, they've they've won it. They've won it on their home field. So. Um, I think it was like 1920 something and 1952. So, I mean, very irrelevant stat as far as, uh, you know, this 2021 team's concerned, but you know, they are two and oh, um, you know, when they host. So it, very interesting here. I see you've got, uh, got this pulled up. I mean, it's kind of like the, uh, kind of like the Super Bowl. You can bet on the coin, coin toss. toss yeah. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. And then, uh, they've got, see, they've got some player props and yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Um, no, that's interesting. So they've got Dane Evans um, slated to uh, to throw for more than uh, Kalaros. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's 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 intriguing. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Winnipeg has a, a very solid team defensively and offensively, but uh, I think just I think this will for Hamilton to to get some revenge from 2019 and you know, capture the great cup on their home field is, is huge. So, right. uh, let's see college football playoffs. You kind of already, you kind of already teased it, but so <laughs> what are you looking at? Yeah. So, I mean, Michigan, you know, plus eight minus minus one thirteen on barstool right now, uh, when looking at odds jam, I mean, that's, if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not thinking that, you know, you want to play the money line, um, you know, I'm going to definitely take Michigan plus this eight. Um, I'll, I've got a future already on them. I actually bet them prior to the uh, the Big Ten title game. I got them twelve to one on FanDuel. Um, they're all the way down to seven to one now. So I'm going to ride that future. But uh, I'm also just I, I, if I bet futures, um, I like to. Uh, I don't know if hedge is the right word because it's not really a hedge, but. I'm going to take Michigan for for the same amount that I bet that future for. Um, I'm going to take them plus eight, and you know if they cover but they lose, then my future's covered. Um, you know if they don't cover, then you know obviously it's kind of a double whammy. But uh, you know if they cover and win, then now my future's a total free ride. So yeah, right, right. You, know, you got a couple couple options there, but I just think this Michigan team is the most complete team. Um, I mean, I think you could make the argument that they should have been undefeated. I mean, they had that game one at Michigan state, they blew it. Um, and they, I mean, like I said, I think you could argue that they should have been number one, but there was no way that, you know, the committee as corrupt as they are, was putting (laughs) Alabama and Georgia against each other, um, you know, in that two, three matchup, which is fine. I mean, I think, I think Michigan feels a little bit, uh, a little bit disrespected. And I mean, I just think it's, I mean, they just, they really seem, seem kind of like the team this year. Um, you know, maybe a team of, of destiny. And, and I mean, when you look at Georgia's schedule, I mean, I mean, who have they played this year? I mean, they played in my opinion, one really, really good team and that was Alabama. And I mean, they, you know, they were blown out basically. And I mean, yeah, they played Clemson at the beginning of the year. They scored six points against them. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, I mean, I, uh, you know, Georgia doesn't have, you know, a, a top tier, um, you know, quarterback, 
Um, I just, I don't know that, you know, Stetson Bennett is the guy that, you know, is going to lead Georgia on a game winning drive. Um, so, you know, I just think, I think Michigan plus eight here, I think Michigan plus 700 to, uh, to win, you know, the college football playoff. Um, and and to be noted, if, if they're able to, to get past Georgia, um, they're right back at Lucas oil stadium, um, where they just won the big 10 championship. So, they're uh they're backward they're familiar and you know very close to uh very close to home as well so it'd definitely be a uh kind of a virtual home game for them um you know in the sense of at least where the game is located um if they're able to uh if they're able to get past georgia and i I think cincinnati just to uh talk about that other game for a second i think cincinnati is uh is going to give bama you know a little bit uh a little bit more than they expect and maybe a little bit more than uh, the public expects. I think everybody expects Bama to kind of roll. And I mean, this Cincinnati team, I mean, this has been the year of the upset. And I mean, this Cincinnati team, we finally, we finally got the little guy, you know, in the playoff. And I mean, I think they're coming in with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and, and want to show that they belong. Um, So, you know, I think you get a big effort out of them. I mean, I, I would love nothing more, um, than uh, Michigan Cincinnati final and and have Michigan seven to one. That's that's uh, that's for sure. I would have loved to have actually seen these two match up uh, in the first round, just because I think it'll be. I think it would have been a really good game. Are you thinking? Are you thinking Cincinnati plus the points plus the what? Thirteen and a half right now. Yeah, thirteen and a half, fourteen. I mean, I, I do. I mean, and as crazy as it sounds, I mean, I think. I mean, I mean, I don't want to. I, I wouldn't rule them out. I mean, I really think they have a chance. I mean, their defense is, is solid. Um, you know, quarterback, uh, I mean, might, uh, might be a little wary of him. I mean, I watched, uh, I watched the Cincinnati, um, team play Indiana, uh, earlier in the year, they played him on the road and, you know, Desmond Ritter, his, his body language in that game, whenever they were losing was really just, I mean, it was much to be desired. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things is he maybe, you know, a front runner where things are going well, you know, he's going to perform. And if they're not, he's, you know, going to hang it up. So right. we'll see. But I think, uh, I think uh, Luke Fickle, I mean, I think he's a great coach. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of hype surrounding, you know, Nick Saban, give him a month to prepare, you know, Cincinnati is a small school, you know, or they, they're not, they're not in the power five, you know, on and on and on. I think, uh, I think there's something to be said for that. And, you know, if Cincinnati can pull this upset or at least give Bama a game, I mean, it's going to be, I think it's huge for college, college football, um, just in the sense that we, we start to get the little guy in, you know, these teams that, you know, everybody says, well, there, there's no way that, you know, Cincinnati can compete with Alabama, but, you know, if they can go out and do that, I think it's huge for college football. I mean, do we really need to see Notre Dame get blasted every year by Alabama? I mean, at what point, you know, is, uh, yeah, is right. enough enough and let's, let's put a different team in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that game is going to be very interesting. Um, you know, just to see, see, uh, see how it transpires. Well, let's say nobody's got a future bet laid out. They're just listening to the show right now. Would you, is there any value maybe in like taking Michigan to win it all Cincinnati to win it all? Maybe combine Dutch them a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I definitely think, you know, there is still in Michigan seven to one. I mean, I think that's the only value on the board. I mean, yeah, sure. If, if you wanted to take a long shot on, 
Cincinnati, you could you could make an argument there that there is some value, but I mean Georgia's what plus one ten, Alabama's plus one forty. I mean that's I mean that's just insane to me. Um, you know neither of those are are worth taking. So I mean if you're if you're looking to take a future, I mean it's got to be you know I mean it has to be Michigan or it has to be Cincinnati for sure. Um, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna side with uh, you know Michigan in this one. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, I mean I think you make a great point. Um, you know, as far as far as just value goes, there's no value on plus one ten plus one forty. Um, you know that that's just the bottom line there. Mm-hmm. So, all right, was there anything else we needed to touch on? I think we hit all the everything we wanted to say. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully, uh, you know, these are the three NFL plays that I gave. Hopefully, uh, you know, those are definitely probably going to be the three games that I bet this week. Hopefully I can, uh, wake up Sunday morning and not, uh, not be a degenerate and and bet several games, um, (laughs) (laughs) that, uh, that I have no business betting. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, enjoyed, uh, enjoyed it. Appreciate you having me on and, uh, We'll, uh, we'll have to do it again for sure. Absolutely. Anything interesting coming out of Odds Jam after the meetings? Any, when can we expect some changes? Yeah. So, I mean, we're, uh, you know, looking to do some upgrades, um, you know, to our website, add some some new features, um, you know, here in the future. And, uh, you know, we've got a good a good core of uh, good core of people working with us. And uh, I think uh, I think there'll be some some big things coming out of Odds Jam and, and people will uh, will really start to uh, hear about Odds Jam. Um, you know, if you haven't already and, you know, it's going to be a product that, you know, as a sports better, you're going to, you're, you're just going to want to have, um, in order to, you know, be successful as a sports better. Excellent. Excellent. Always fun chatting with you, Randall. Yep. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, love talking to you. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.